Good morning, Leonard. Uh-huh. Yeah, we're going to have to stop by Pottery Barn on the way to work. I bought these Star Wars sheets, but they turned out to be much too stimulating to be compatible with a good night's sleep. I don't like the way Darth Vader stares at me. I'm not going to work. Just because your career's been stagnant for a few years, that's no reason to give up. Sheldon, I was up all night using the new free electron laser for my x-ray diffraction experiment. Did the laser accidentally burn out your retinas? No. Then you can drive. Let's go. Our whole universe was in a hot, dense state that nearly 14 billion years ago expansion started. Wait, the Earth began to cool, the autotrophs began to drool, Neanderthals developed tools, we built a wall. We built the pyramids, math, science, history, unraveling the mystery, and it all started with a big bang. Hey everybody, welcome back to yet another episode of PMS, the Perpetual Motion Squad, a Big Bang Theory fan podcast. We got it right that time, we can go all night, baby. Yes, <laughs> we got it right that one. With your host, Kat. And Paul. Who are Big Bang Theory super fans. I'm sure there is someone out there that is way bigger than us. I highly doubt I'm, that. They actually, I highly doubt it too. Yeah, absolutely. I highly doubt it. And I'm glad everyone's come back for another episode because we are powering through. I can't believe we're, we're already on season two. This is... It's, I, I mean, know. Season two, episode five, the Euclid Alternative. Yes, we know. Why is Euclid? Because there is... Not a- Euclid Avenue! That's exactly right. <laughs> Which is actually um, named after a famous mathematician. And there's also what we usually say when we go over bumps where we live. You Not Euclid Avenue. Avenue. <laughs> As I said in the last episode, we don't get out much. No, we don't. <laughs> but when we do, it's fun. What did you think of this episode? I like this episode. If for no other reason than it just cracks me up with Sheldon. Not Euclid Avenue. Yeah, I really do like this that episode. Just, it, it just cracks me up. It really does. I mean, th- there are very few episodes that I can honestly say I don't like. Um, and they're very, very, very few and far between. I could yeah. count them maybe on one hand. Yeah. But other than that, every episode is really a home run for me. And I do enjoy this one. This yeah, is this one really just always one. cracks me up. Yeah. So we're going to open up this episode where we see Leonard coming home and he passes out on the, on the couch. He literally walks into the into the living room. And just falls onto And the falls couch. onto the couch straight into a pillow. And of course, uh, you know, it, it wasn't for the fact that he was out all night partying. It's he actually only has access at night to the free electron laser to conduct his x-ray diffraction experiment. And of course, you know, Sheldon comes out of the be- out of the end of his bedroom, ready for work, and he goes, um, "Oh, good, Leonard, you're up." And and, goes, and and he's like, "Oh, good morning, Leonard," and he's like, "What? What?" Yeah. <laughs> and he woke him. He, I mean, Leonard literally fell asleep that fast. Yeah, he was really he was exhausted. exhausted. And he basically says, uh, "Come on, we've got to go to work." And he's like, "And Leonard's like, I'm not going to work." And he goes, "Oh, come on, just because your you know career's stagnant doesn't mean you're going to give up." And he's like, no, I, I told you that for the next couple of weeks, I can't drive you to work because I only have the access at night to the free electron laser. So you need to find, you know, uh, your own way to get to work. And he goes, and I told you that. And he goes, well, I know you told me that. And he goes, so did you? And he goes, I did not. I didn't find, you know, any way to yeah. get to work at all. And it's like, well, you know, and of course, then Jordan also says, 
Now, on the way to work today, we need to go to Pottery Barn to, re- to return some Star Wars sheets because he doesn't like the way Darth Vader stares at him. Yeah, they, they prove to be too uh, stimulating, for, stimulating a good night's sleep. for a good night's sleep. Yeah. And besides, I don't like the way that Darth Vader stares at me. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, well, no, here's an idea. Why don't you just take the bus? And he's like, well, no, I can't take the bus anymore. And he goes, why not? And he goes, um, because I don't, don't have seatbelts. And he goes, well, so, and he goes, well, you know, I, you know, he decides that he wants to try and lash himself uh, on the, to the bus seats with bungee cords. And he basically says, well, I'm not allowed to do that anymore because it startled the other passengers. So I was asked to debus. And he goes, well, you know, you're a big boy, Sheldon. You're going to figure it out for yourself. And he goes, don't talk to me like I'm a child. Now, take me to Pottery Barn so I can return my Star Wars sheets. Now, I, I do find it interesting, though, that... In a couple of minutes, Sheldon goes over to Penny's apartment to try and convince her to take him to work. Mm. And she already, she's like, well, take the bus. And he's like, no, I can't. She's like, no, as long as you don't try and do that bungee thing, you're fine. And it shows that she knew about that before Leonard did, which really speaks to the gro- deepening of their relationship. Oh, I didn't I didn't catch that. I mean, yeah. So, so he, okay, yeah, because he says, you know, it was the reason I can't go to work on the bus is because that I use a bungee cord to lash myself to the. So she found out first. Oh, yeah, so I she didn't, already I didn't, knew about that. Yeah, I didn't catch that one. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, of course, when he does knock on Penny's door, it was the knock, 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 Penny, knock, 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 Penny. Now, knock, this knock, is Penny. the first proper appearance of that signature triple knock, 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 Penny, knock, 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 Penny, knock, 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 Penny. He's used, he used a similar knock in the Lubenfield de- decay, but it can, but it consisted of four knocks followed by her name rather than three. So this is the first time we've really established the knock, 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 Penny. Right. And his, yeah, his incessant of actually doing the not 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 yeah. pennies. and he basically says she opens up the door and, and she's like what sheldon and he goes um leonard's asleep and she goes well thanks for the heads up sheldon thank you and he goes and no, she's no, no. obviously not wearing a bra either yeah she basically comes out with uh both pointers really pointing yep, and i'm really. sorry Hello. but you you cannot not see it i mean it's mm-hmm. very un- you, no i'm sorry as a man, a yeah. woman, a or in or, inorganic life form, you can see her nipples. Yes, I'm sorry. Can. It must be very. It must have been very cold on set that day. Yeah. So basically, she says to him, you know, um, he goes, "Well, I need you to take me to work," and she goes, "No, I don't think I do." And he goes, "Well, Penny, don't you remember that you actually did say that we are friends?" Friends. And she goes, "Well, yes, we are friends." And he goes, "Okay, so I'm going to enact the covenant of friendship, as in the favor." Favor. And he goes, of course, she goes, oh, oh dear God. Oh, and sorry. He, I didn't re- realize I was interrupting your morning prayers. I'll wait until <laughs> and then when you're done, we can go. <laughs> so, of course, now we see Penny is driving along. And, you know, she was basically saying, you know, um, you do realize that this is my day off, Sheldon. He goes, oh, good. I'm not ca- not keeping you from anything. And basically, we, we he, do have some trivia about this journey as well. Okay. Tell me, tell us some, the, 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 the trivia. Okay, so when Penny's driving Sheldon to the university, um, she travels over three separate speed bumps. However, only the first speed bump is actually on the road, and you can see it through the driver's side window, and the car that passed hits it as well. Yes, yeah, four-wheel drive, yeah. But you don't see that on the other two. And now Euclid Avenue, also known as State Route 83, runs from the Foothill Freeway all the way to Chino Valley Freeway for 14 miles. The section that runs through Pasadena runs downhill and does contain many speed brakes. It runs parallel to Los Robles Avenue, which Sheldon mentions that Leonard usually takes. 
he does because he does say that even though that that um Euclid Avenue is shorter, it decreases it decreases longer the because you have to slow down for the speed, the speed bumps. bumps. But if you're not going to slow down for the speed bumps, then I withdraw my previous objection. Because Penny does not slow down for the speed bumps. Yeah. She just barrels over them. Now, as initially noted in this episode and continually referenced throughout the series, and it actually becomes a running joke, Penny's car displays the check engine light. However, the car is seen to be an MK1 first-generation Volkswagen Rabbit Cabriolet sold in the U.S. in the early 80s. This vehicle does not have an onboard diagnostic system, thus is not equipped with a check engine light. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that one. Oh, and I love the fact that as he's driving along, he he goes, because Penny is drinking coffee, and he's like, oh, and she's like, what? And he goes, well, studies have shown that performing tasks such as eating, talking on the cell phone or drinking coffee while driving reduces times by the same factor as one ounce of alcohol. Oh, do you have some alcohol? (laughs) He goes, of course not. She goes, oh, too bad. bad. So really, it really becomes the fact that he is very concerned about her check engine light. But before that, we're playing a game. Oh, yes. We're we're playing the game. We want to play the game. But at first, he's also saying, um, would you know what the most common street name is? That's right. Yes. And he is correct in his assertion that Second Street is the most common street name in America. This is according to the National League of Cities, which lists 10,866 streets with that name. First Street is actually third on the list behind Third Street. What is it that the first street is usually renamed into like Main Street? Yeah, or see, I would Center have thought street. Main Street was the 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 most popular one. Yeah, but he actually says that when it's, it's actually a Second lot of people, Street. Yeah, because a lot of people would say, "Oh, First Street's it," but no, it's usually renamed Center yeah. Street or Main Street. So yeah. he is. He is so it actually right goes on Second Street, Third Street, First Street. Yeah, I would have said Main Street. That would have been my guess. Yeah um so basically he does he does say do you want to play a game it's called a chemical element and the game doesn't go over very well because he basically does the entire game for penny because penny really doesn't want to play i mean the way that his his game is it's so intellectual and i mean you would have to know the periodic table front and back and sheldon does but penny does not so it's very hard for her to even think about playing a game it would actually drive her insane yeah. So um, it really doesn't doesn't work very well at all. And then it, it's becoming to a, a very apparent to him that Sheldon is becoming more troubled by Penny's nonchalance attitude towards her check engine light. So you see her basically pull over the car and go, "Get out!" And he goes, "Well, because I know, I understand I do have a theoretical understanding of you know the combustion engine of a car. I don't think I'm good enough to pro, you know, to perform diagnostics." And she goes, "Get out." And he goes, okay, I'll give it a shot. And he gets out, closes the door, and basically Penny just decides she's had enough and drives away. And he's just got that look on his face like, um, um, uh, oh, okay, what am I going to do? The next scene we see is Sheldon is at work and he finds Leonard in the uh, cafeteria with Howard and says, oh, Leonard, good, you're here. I'm ready to go home. And he goes, well, Sheldon, I've just gotten here. And he goes, oh, good, you're, I'm just in time. And he goes, no, I can't drive you for a couple of weeks. And he goes, well, no. Oh, that was to work. work. You didn't say from work. This is from work. And of course, this is when Leonard looks at Howard and goes, help me out here. And Howard's like, well, no, at this this moment, I'm actually going to take his side, which doesn't go down very well at all. And and, and in the next scene, you see 
Sheldon on the back of his of his Vespa screaming in Howard's ear. Well, because I like it because Leonard basically says, you know, well, I'm I don't know how you're going to get home, but I'm going to go and walks out. And, and you got to find when, somebody else. And this is when Sheldon looks at Howard and Howard goes, oh, damn it. I chose the, the wrong, wrong side. side. <laughs> and then, of course, you do see Sheldon on the back of Leonard of uh, Howard's scooter screaming holding under his neck. I mean, he's basically strangling him. Yeah. And he is absolutely screaming at the top of his lungs. Yeah. Of course, then the next scene we see is he's sitting in Raj's uh, passenger side of the car. And Raj goes, tell me again why it was that Howard let you off on the side of the road. We had a difference of opinion. I I would contend that he was trying to kill me and I still (laughs) hold that that opinion. And of course, Sheldon does say to Raj, because Raj goes to turn to go home and he goes, what are you doing? And he says, I'm taking Taking you home. And he goes, no, no, no. Before we have before that, we have to go to Pottery Barn to return my Star Wars sheets. Oh, and, and then Sue Radio Plantation, Shack is nope. having a sale on AAA batteries. And oh, Sue and Plantation. Then we have, and a soup plantation because it's uh, t- creamy tomato soup day. And we also have to go to the comic, comic book store because it's comic Thursday. Book yeah. Now, what's interesting is that Raj's name was never mentioned once in this episode. Really? Yeah. Yeah. No one ever called Raj by name or referred to him. Oh, okay. So basically, it just doesn't. You know, it just doesn't work very well. And of course, the the last ditch effort to beg Penny to take into Pottery Barn is basically Sheldon goes and knocks on the door and has the Star Wars sheets and goes, "Um, can you take me to Pottery Barn?" And of course, she just, she just shuts turns the door and shuts the door. <laughs> and his answer is, "Okay, well, maybe if I turn off the nightlight, I can keep the sheets." <laughs> yeah. Now, the following morning, we see that the entire gang are in Sheldon's apartment. And we have some interesting trivia for this section, too. Okay, so he so wakes go- up, he walks into the living room, and they're all sitting there, and he's like, um, good morning. And they're like, good morning. Sheldon, sit down. And he goes, she's in my spot. And she has that look like, just sit down. Mm-hmm. And he's like, don't look at me like that. Everybody knows that's my spot. And it's the situation that Penny goes, Sheldon, you know that we care about you. And of course, then Howard says... If you pay attention, by the way, um, Penny and Howard slide over twice. Oh, do they? Oh, okay. And of course, then Howard says, and it's because we care about you that we have to speak up. And of course, Sheldon does look at uh, Raj and Raj does nod encouragingly. And Penny says, you're hurting the people around you, sweetie. And he, of course, then Leonard goes, so we've made an appointment for you and we want you to keep it. And we find out that it's time for Sheldon to go to the DMV. And learn how to try. Because this madness has to stop. Yes. And Sheldon denies having a problem, but Penny decides to take him because Leonard is going to bed and because, rock breaks because scissors. Because rock breaks scissors. <laughs> so, so, yes, what fun, fun facts do okay, we have? Okay, so on... before we move on. Yeah. Now, um, so he's like, all right, well, I have one condition that we go to Pottery Barn. She's like, fine. And Radio Shack. Okay. And the comic book store. And then Howard's like, ooh, I like, I want to go to the comic book store. And Raj is just sitting there going, um, I like comic books too. Because everyone's gone. <laughs> Leonard's yeah. gone to bed. Everyone's gone out of the apartment. He's just sitting there all by himself. Yeah. So looking... uh, apparently they have not yet established their regular habit of going to the store every Wednesday for new comic book day. Oh, yes. You knew comic book nights on yeah. Wednesday night. Yeah. I mean, you could make the argument that they don't realize that Raj also likes comics, but I think it's just the fact that he didn't say anything more than that. Yeah. So there's the, the, one of the unique things about this scene is that it gives a rare camera's viewpoint from where from, from Sheldon's viewpoint. 
Yes, it did. It showed you the entire apartment. Yeah, and there's a couple of things about this. Okay. So from that vantage point of the hallway that's normally seen to the back right, going to the bedrooms, allowing us to see the fourth wall on the other side of the apartment that the camera normally sees through. Yes. So we usually never see that wall. No. Pardon me. In that view, Sheldon and Leonard's desks are placed flush up against the wall, but in the normal angle, their desks appear, excuse me, to be in the middle of the room. Oh, yeah, they're further apart, and there's there's the TV yep. in the center of them, isn't it? And when Sheldon is standing in the hall looking down into the living room, you can see that fourth wall, as we've said. Yeah. The curio cabinet next to the front door is in that shot, is wider and shorter than the table. It is in the regular audience perspective. Oh, yeah, it is too, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. And the, But what's interesting is the shots taken from Sheldon's viewpoint as he enters the living room was recorded the day previous to the show day when they filmed the rest of the show because putting up and taking down that fourth wall would have been too time-consuming to do in front of a studio audience. Shooting scenes ahead of time is a common practice in shows that are shot before a studio audience due to either time constraints, inaccessibility of the shooting location to the audience, or other mitigating factors such as nudity. That would actually make sense because, yeah, yeah, because you do see in the next scene when he goes to sit down, we're looking at our regular camera angle and you can hear the, the audience yeah. participation in the background. So, yeah, I can understand that they'd actually have to do that. That's actually a really good fun fact. So I wouldn't have yeah, thought Yeah, I, I really that. enjoyed those. Yeah. Yeah, I like that one. Yep. So it would assume that Sheldon would create very <laughs> much havoc attempting to take uh, to take the, an exam because he's like, you know, I, I don't really don't see why I have to be here to do this written exam and they're like sheldon you have to learn to drive and of course they penny does say to him so why didn't you get a a, a license at 16 like everyone else and it turns out that sheldon was examining uh god perpetuative amplitudes in n4 supersymmetric theories leading to a re-examination of the ultraviolet properties of the multi-loop n8 supergravity using modern twist door theory Okay, so how about when you were 17? <laughs> now, now, if you're paying close attention for those eagle-eyed viewers, the order of the people in line behind Howard at the DMV changes throughout the scene. Oh, it does? I didn't yeah, even act, notice. Act, they, the extras kept moving places. Oh, I didn't even notice. Which I always one. thought was hilarious. Yeah. But I love the woman. Well, now, that, he turns in the application and receives the written test, but he immediately has some concerns about the test. Now, what about the woman? The best part is it's Octavia Spencer. Yes, you said to me, is that the woman that was in the... I said she um, looks like the woman that was in The Help. And you're like, that's because it is. It and is. I'm like, oh my God, it's Octavia Spencer. Yeah, yeah. And I love the fact that when he when he gets the, the test, he goes, you know, and she basically says to him, put your name at the top, sign down the bottom, answer the questions next. And he goes, well, hang on a minute. I've got some concerns. And she goes, read the sign. Does it say I give a damn? And he goes, no. And he, she says, that's because I don't. And of course, this the whole thing, he goes, well, hang on a minute. I've got some concerns about the test and he basically says that he insists that a car length is not a standard unit of measure and he's not wrong and he really is and he and it's it's you know how many car lengths but it's basically you, need to... you know you leave the distance of the car that you're in yeah but it's the fact that he says the car length is not a standard unit of measure and of course penny's like say it's c sheldon put down c she's and he like goes, listen to that child he goes i don't i don't need your help and she says you listen to that little girl put down c next and he goes no 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 no. wait a minute whoa, 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 whoa. you know and he basically gets goes for another question and he says about when it's uh, when you drive oh, when the, the road's road, wet yeah when the road is wet that you can actually hydroplane 
And he answers it in such a way that she basically gives him the the exam. The learner's per- here's your learner's, learner's permit. permit. Go, go away. away. Yeah. And he basically walks out to everyone going, aced it. <laughs> so back at home, Howard has designed a state-of-the-art simulator. No, he has borrowed a simulator from a friend who designed it for the Army, Army. and reconfigured it for the streets of Pasadena. But right now, Sheldon is sitting there and he's like, he's like was, does that explain to me why I'm on a road looking in, in downtown Fallujah? In an up-level Humvee in downtown Fallujah? <laughs> and he goes, I haven't configured it yet. Mm-hmm. And he re- configures it to a red Taurus in the middle of downtown Pasadena. Sheldon insists on a new color because red cars are statistically pulled over more than other cars. Why is that? Why do the police pull over red cars more than any other? And car? it's actually true. They do. They don't. They don't have higher. They don't get in more accidents, and they don't get higher insurance rates. But they do get pulled over more often because I think it's that midlife crisis thing where guys who drive them tend not to pay attention as much. That's probably why I'll be and in by a red car. Or, and, and drug dealers like them because they're flashy. Well, we don't have a red car. But I can't see that a red Taurus would be really flashy to get the girls. No, well, <laughs> if it's, in, yeah, I don't know. Because then he does say, well, now, now, what color do you want? And he yeah. goes, well, could you change it to the color of Luke Skywalker's lightsaber when, before it's been remastered? Asked what color car Sheldon wants, he responds that he wants one that's the pale blue of Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. This is actually incorrect as Luke's lightsaber was green. The pale blue saber was actually Anakin's, Luke's father. But technically he's correct because it was Luke's, even though it was his father's first, since Ben gave it to Ben Kenobi, gave it to him. And he used that one to really made himself a new one that was green. Yeah, I would have actually said that's pretty true yeah. because he did use that blue lightsaber all through, even to Empire. Yeah. He was using the blue lightsaber. It was only until A Return of the Jedi was when he... Uh, Vader actually gets the lightsaber and he goes, Oh, you've created a new lightsaber. I Man, see. now I want to watch Star Wars. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. <laughs> so Howard goes, you're, Okay. You're being a jerk. I'm not being a jerk. It was mean. I'm not wearing my purple onesie, everyone. I've got That's a regular. because it's warm. I know it's warm in, in Australia right now. So I'm not going into it. summer here. Yeah, I'm not wearing my purple onesie. Yeah. So basically, Howard goes, Okay, red. Uh, you don't want a red Taurus and, and you want a blue lightsaber? Black, Black it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> So the simulator is so well, so well done that he, first of all, he says, okay, start, he wants to start driving and he goes, well, well, hang on a minute. I've got to put my seatbelt on. And he goes, they go, okay, put your seatbelt on. I mean, he, uh, Sheldon gets a lot out of these games, mm-hmm. even though this is a simulator of your drive. He really goes all out. He clicks his um, seatbelt in and he goes, hang on now. Does the car have you know, airbags? And they go, you don't need airbags. And he goes, okay, what happens if I'm rear-ended by an imaginary van or an imaginary car? And Penny's like, well, I'll, I'll hit you in the face with a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> so Which I think is hilarious. I, I love that fact. So he starts the car up and basically he's supposed to be pulling out into traffic slowly, but he puts his foot on the accelerator and havoc ensues and hell breaks okay so leonard is trying to teach sheldon how to drive using the simulator and tells him to turn on the ignition shift it to drive and pull out slowly into traffic however he forgot to tell him to check to see if the way is clear which is probably why sheldon immediately runs into trouble oh see yeah he left out that part there, that's it so he's basically going all over the place, and they're all like, okay, watch out for this. Watch out for the pedestrians. Watch that. Stop. And Penny's like, stop, stop, stop. Put your foot on the brake. And he does put his foot on the brake, but then you hear an accident right behind him, so you assume that he's being rear-ended. So this stage that Penny grabs the pillow 
and smashes him in the face. face. And, he, and he just kind of looks at her and he's like, thank, thank you. you. <laughs> <laughs> so it does clearly work. He continues far into the night trying to do the driving. And he doesn't. He does succeed to get his car on the second floor of the Glendale Galleria. Galleria. <laughs> and it's the fact that you know Leonard's looking. And he goes, "How did you get your car onto the second floor of the floor Glendale of the Gal- Galleria?" Well, I was going down the freeway and I missed my exit, and then I, I flew, flew off, off the off ramp. The, the off ramp, and then it just it happened from there. It escalated from here. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, basically, you know, Leonard's like, "Okay, what about you just just you know stop for the time being?" So you know, Sheldon gets up without turning the car off. And the car happens to crash into a pet store. Yep. And yeah. No, not the, not pet, the pet store. store. <laughs> now, I would also like to point out that Sheldon made a very big deal about putting putting on his imaginary seatbelt, but when he gives up, he just stands up and doesn't take off the seatbelt. Yeah, he would have been attached to the seat. Yep. Ah. Mm-hmm. Of course, it basically comes down to Leonard's like, well, why don't we just try it, get some sleep, and try tomorrow? And Sheldon's like, I have a better idea. I quit altogether. Yeah. And and he's like, no, 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 you don't quit. Please learn how to drive. And he he's goes, like, no, 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 no. I, I, I don't, I'm not quitting. I never quit. I'm just but too I'm, evolved. I'm reassessing the situation. <laughs> yes, I'm too evolved. I am, you know, I'm too evolved to learn how to drive. And he goes, no, please learn how to drive. And Sheldon theorizes that he is something beyond human, as a Homer Novus, as it were. Although it's for anthropology's. Oh, and for, it's for an anthropologist to decide. That's the one to decide. If he's a new form of human, such as Homo novus. Yes. And it's like, you know, and he doesn't, he decides that basically to drive the plebeian task of driving is it's just, just beneath, uh, him. It's beneath him. I, I can't do it. I'm not going to do it. So really it comes down to, okay. And, and <laughs> Leonard does say, well, here's a question. How does the evolved uh, Homo, Homo novus get, get to, to work, work tomorrow? tomorrow? Homo, Homo novus doesn't, doesn't know. know. <laughs> Okay, now before we jump to that final scene, yes, yeah. If you pay really close attention, and this is actually making me want to go back and watch this part of the show, okay, because I missed it, which we can. While Leonard is watching Sheldon drive the simulator, if you listen really closely, you hear Leonard call him Jim, which is Sheldon, which is Jim Parsons, Sheldon's r- real name. No. Yes. Uh, and this is when he's driving the simulator by yes. himself. Okay, yes. we got to do that. Yeah, we got to go back and listen to this. Yep. Okay, so let's talk about the last scene. So basically, we're now at the last scene, and we see that Sheldon is coming out of his office in his bathrobe. Nope. And yes. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. He's got his sure. towel. He's got his bathrobe, and he's got his shower I cap. I love the on. shower cap. The blue shower cap. I haven't not. I've not worn a shower cap since I was like ten. I've. I'm not sure I ever wore one. Yeah, I wore a shower cap. I don't know. I it was. It was just basically if my mom said, "Listen, you can have a shower, but don't don't worry about washing your hair tonight." Yeah. Yeah, it's raining here, so um, you see that children's now so deciding much for being that subtle. What? I was trying to tell you it was raining without you announcing it to the world. I'm sorry, it's raining, but now we see that basically Sheldon has decided to alleviate the traveling problems that he's got he's just going to sleep in his office and he walks past the, the the boys and they're like okay so what's going on here and raj goes is this some sort of casual friday i'm not aware of and then it goes no he lives here now and basically he's living here until i'm finished with my diffractal um laser experiment and, and raj is like well didn't you finish that we could get a week ago, a week ago? And and goes, like yeah yes <laughs> Of course, now we also find that um, 
Yeah, and then it cuts some to some cleaners that are walking it's, it's, through. It's like eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, and they're walking this through. This is one the of my favorite scenes of the series, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'll let you do it. Um, and the, the two women are are speaking in Spanish and ta- and and they're cleaning up. And you see a plate with the with the four with four piece four corners of crust. It's in a perfect square. And she's like, well, and one of them's like, well, maybe it's rats. She's like, no, they don't make toast and they don't cut off the crust like this. And then they hear a noise and they look up and they're all scared. And you see Sheldon in his bathrobe with the hood up over his head, leaning down to get something out of the soda machine. And he looks up and he's like, you saw nothing. And they're like, no, no. And he, and he rips up into the side of his bathrobe as if it's a cape and out, out through the door he goes. And I love it because that, that scene of him is the is is actually a parody from the 1925 phantom of the opera that's yeah that i thought that's what it was and i've just always thought that that scene was hilarious of course the screen goes black and that is the end of this episode what do you think of this episode oh and uh, i like this episode technically we did have one lunch at caltech yes we did yeah. yes and i i did like this episode because penny walks out of her apartment with the high beams flashing <laughs> Yeah, of course you would say that. But no, other than that, I love the fact that I, I think one of the famous, the favorite parts of this episode that I like is the driving simulator. I think that is hilarious. When the second the, floor of the gallery, Galleria. crash, crash, crash. Oh, oh not, not the, the pet, pet store. store. <laughs> and you can hear the puppies. Yeah, I think that is one of the best parts. And, of, and of he's the like, remind, and 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 I love Sheldon's comment. Remind me to t- to compliment Howard. His the the it's really realistic and detailed. Yeah. I just think that's just brilliant. So just no, one I, of the nicest things he ever said to um, about Howard. About Howard, yeah, yeah, for sure. But no, I did, I did like this episode. This is a, this is a fun episode. Yeah. Do we have any more trivia or or um, crazy uh, we just credits? have the fun fact or the crazy credits? Crazy rather. credits. Okay, yep. let's do the crazy credits. Okay, so Chuck Lorre Productions number two hundred and twenty, Friday morning, October tenth, two thousand eight. Watching the market fall as precipitously as the hopes and dreams of NBC and ABC executives, I can't help but think that there are two bets I can make right now. One is on the simple inertia of a world economy created by hundreds of millions of people creating and servicing stuff that other people need and want. The other bet is on canned goods and guns. Since I've never actually fired a weapon and I'm not sure where my can opener is, I've decided to go with bet number one. If I'm wrong and the market continues to descend like a drug-addled hooker with vertigo, it's reasonable to assume that any new world order created by the complete collapse of the free market system will have little use for a comedy writer. For that reason, I think it only prudent to hedge my bet. This weekend, I plan on learning a few new survival skills, beginning with foraging for berries and hiding from people whose skill set includes shooting wildlife from helicopters. <laughs> okay. That's a very detailed and very interesting little fun fact there on the crazy credits. I like last week's better. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, God. Like last week. Oh, my God. <laughs> you couldn't look at me because it was, it was that it intense. It was just that funny. <laughs> Thank God you didn't look at me. You wouldn't have got through it. Okay. So remind people again how they can contact us. Yep. So you can contact us at perpetualmotionsquad00 at gmail.com. 
and there you can ask us questions and you know and also remember i've also got a question that'll be up on spotify unfortunately it's only for spotify listeners but there's always a question up there every week so all you need to do is just click on the little question and you can answer well it. that being said mm. you you could actually put the question in in the show description so that even if they can't answer it right there they could email it flip to us uh yes i could if you wanted me if you want me to do that that Let's That'd be try good. that and see what happens. But remember but then, that but it's only for Spotify to, listeners. But don't forget to tell your friends to listen to the podcast because, you know, you're enjoying it and we want them to enjoy it too. Yeah, and we're awesome. <laughs> we really are. And okay. we are really loving doing the Big Bang Theory. You know? yeah. And I know there are so many people that love coming here every week to listen to two people just prattle on about the Big Bang Theory. We love so, the Big Bang Theory. And I, and I love the fact that we've got so many great listeners out there that are interacting with us and and talking about big bang so as i said if you want to reach out to us outside of um you know there's the spotify or stuff like that perpetual motion squad zero zero at gmail.com and you can you know ask us anything and we will read out your answer and we'll yeah. even omit your name if you don't want us to read it read your name out on air yeah so we'll, we'll keep it private we'll keep Definitely. it anonymous so in the meantime, so next week we're it's season two, episode six, the Cooper Nowitzki theorem. Oh, uh, this one this is one gets interesting. A very interesting episode. We've got we've got some problems there with one of the boys, but we'll yep. come back to that next week. Yep. So in the meantime, we'll see you next week and catch you at the Cheesecake Factory. See you later, everyone. Music and mythology, and astrology, and all started with the big bang.